Hey, Sheldon, how are you today? I'm doing super, and we want to welcome you all to Super Excellent Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. This is our probably second episode. We don't really know yet, but we're going to say it's a second episode. And um, Meredith, how you been? I've been good. Yeah. What chicken? I've been, uh, what chicken? Well, um, I really got into WandaVision, Ooh. and so now I'm doing something that's, that's probably going to make about half of our listener base mad. I am watching I like all the Marvel things. <laughs> That's a good good business strategy, right? Good, good way, way to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching alienate half the audience. I'm watching the Marvel movies in the incorrect order. Incorrect. I'm just picking, picking willy-nilly and watching whatever sounds good next. So I guess there is a, a presumed correct order. There is a several lists made on the subject of the correct order. I didn't even watch the right one of the Captain America in the correct order. I watched Civil War, and I haven't even watched the original Captain America. So I don't know what's going on a lot of the time, but I enjoy it. It's it, I do that with the rides. I just take them all in the incorrect order, whatever order it's in the day. I take Monday's ride on Thursday, and that's just the way I roll. <laughs> what about the <laughs> Tour de France? Did you tour do de, the... <laughs> the, oh, the Tour de Echelon, you mean? The Tour de Echelon. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, the Tour de Echelon. I took it backwards. Just oh. to be different. Just to be different. I want to take it because mostly I want to go downhill most of the way. Yes. I was going to say, I picture you yeah, going backwards yeah. downhill very quickly. Woo. Absolutely. Well, I, I, I know we're excited. This is our episode where we have our first guest. Um, this person is going to be an, uh, an echelon instructor. So put on your put on your, uh, your big kid pants. It's going to be fun. Um, she's almost a marine biologist. Interesting. Uh, we also hit on the worry that she wasn't, she didn't felt she fit the image of being a psych instructor, which to me blows my mind, right? This yeah, person is she's probably the one ultimate. Of, she's the ultimate. Yes. One, probably one of the most confident, powerful people I know on on the on the bike, and uh, she didn't think, you know, she didn't f- think she fit the fit the bill. Um, we're going to talk to her, and then we're also going to have a follow up afterwards and talk about all kinds of fun stuff. But I'm excited about it. How about you? I'm thrilled. I cannot wait for everyone to hear all about all the great things she's done. And uh, we get some super secret info as well. So It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. So without further ado, uh, we're going to jump into the interview and we'll talk to you later, guys. Thanks. See you on the other side. We're just here to have some fun. Let a face us through the morning sun. Welcome to the super excellent, not too serious, bike that goes nowhere podcast. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Meredith. And I am super excited because we have a guest today. She is an ACE certified personal and group trainer. She's also certified by You Can Row 2 and is an AFFA kickboxing instructor. She's also a wife, sister, daughter, doggy mama, and Chattahooligan. She's one of the pillars of the early morning rider squad, and she is the mighty 
Amber Harper. Welcome, Amber. I want that intro every class, every class. Just your your talking. Amber Harper. Going to come out with boxing gloves. Boxing gloves on the bike. I love it. Yes. I practiced for seconds on that one. It was fantastic. Oh my. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for having me. We are excited to have you. You are are a joy. We've we've had both had the pleasure of meeting you, and we're excited to actually have this fun interview where so many other people get to know the wonderful person that is Amber Harper. Um, so I'd like to kick us off. Amber, tell us about your journey to fitness and, and eventually to Echelon. So how did, where did you start? Where do you think you're going to be when you grow up and how did you get to this? Um, so my journey into fitness, I mean, it got, I guess it goes a little, a little, it's funny at first and then it, we're going to go deep real quick. So okay. Okay. <laughs> how it started funny was that um basically when I went to well essentially in fitness in general I never really started quote working out I mean I would go to the gym randomly with my mom when I was growing up like teenager years and whatnot um when you were actually able to go to the gym I'll never forget my mom was working out um at the gym here in town called the sports barn and I just hopped on a recumbent bike. I want to say I was 14 or some age around there. And I'm just pedaling, looking at the pool that's in front of me, thinking uh, the chlorine smells so bad. I mean, just I I didn't necessarily want to be there, but I didn't want to not do anything. So um, I was just passing the time and a woman came up and tapped me on my shoulder and said, "Um, excuse me, you have to be 16 (laughs) to, to get on the equipment. And... I, you know, now looking back at that, I wanted to be like, how old do you think I am? Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was a petite little thing. So yeah. she was probably like, this 11-year-old needs to go. <laughs> um, but so, and then, like, at that point, too, like, gyms were just, it was seen as like, oh, well, people are just going and doing something that they don't like because they have to. Mm-hmm. And I was just yes. like, oh, this is silly, whatever. Like, I'm going to go play outside. I'm going to go play soccer. Those are the fun mm-hmm. things. And then I got into dance in sixth grade and started dancing and felt like my quote fitness was just being obtained through dance practice. And that's sure. all I needed to do, you know, in soccer practice and whatnot. I didn't need to do extra because I wasn't looking to be extra. I didn't want to make varsity. I wanted to stay JV and I stayed JV. We had a blast. I, there was no reason for me to move up because soccer wasn't my ultimate goal. Dance was actually my real goal. And I, I do wish I would have kind of broken a little bit more into a, a regimented schedule of figuring out how to strength train back then, just cause it would have been beneficial, but mm-hmm. not for the fact of a aesthetically looking, you know, um, I just did a lot of things cause I had fun with it and that was definitely with dance. And then I fell in love with dance and, and that was a big part of my life. Um, but going into college, I was looking for somewhere where I could dance. And then what I wanted to major in was marine biology. I wanted to be, <laughs> I wanted to be the dolphin trainer who like danced with the dolphins. Oh, you perfect at that. You do the Carlton with the dolphin. Yeah. Right? Make them like flip one way, flip the other. Yeah. So, um, so, but to find that combo of a place where I could dance, but then also a place where I could do marine biology is really, really hard because a lot of programs at that point didn't have a component where you could even 
you could choreograph or, or mm -hmm. you could even dance on stage unless you were majoring in that. And Got so it. the school that I found was university of Tampa, but they did have a great dance program. And, um, and now they have a, actually a dance major, but that it was cool because that program you could, um, you could choreograph as early as a sophomore. And that's a massive deal kind of in the dance community if you're not majoring. And so, and you perform to, you know, it was a big performance and whatnot. And we performed at the front of the, of the school on this glory, like this building. It's so, so pretty. And you're literally looking over downtown Tampa. It's extraordinary. Wow. Um, so that was a really cool opportunity, but freshman year I go through marine by the stuff to get into your marine biology and all of a sudden it turned into okay well if you're gonna do what was it it was to do marine biology I would have had to do a double major with chemistry and biology mm -hmm. it was very strange I was like nope Done. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, we were talking about uh, motivation. Yeah, I was unmotivated to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, OCHEM classes, Whoa. so yeah. I had to retrace, and I was like, okay, well, you know, everybody's like, what can take you far in life? You could do business. I was like, I literally have to like what I'm doing, and yes. business. I, I'm still very, very. um low on the totem pole and knowing like how to do things for a business mindset. But I mean, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to push that way. So all of a sudden I was like, I love how the body works and we've got a strong um, exercise science program here at Tampa. And um, they had a couple different offsets that I could choose. And so I was like, you know what, let me do that. And the more I got into it, um, the more I realized I love this. And then, so then I really started looking at, um, how like biomechanics of the body and it's so every every body is so different and that fascinates me so it was just all of that intertwined I was like done I want to do that and I um so like the intense part came kind of where I started working out because you know I got more interested in it but mm -hmm. I I also kind of veered a little bit and started going into like a a very bad mental place with working out and an image and all of yeah. a sudden now where I didn't used to worry about my image. Now I worried about my image. I didn't look like a personal trainer. And if I'm going to be a personal trainer at some point, I have to look like one and mm. I have to work out all the calories that I eat. So therefore my net amount is zero calories a day. That'll be perfect. Mm. <laughs> it was you know, just that but really it was backwards. not perfect. <laughs> no. no, it was not. Um, that really backwards mindset that unfortunately still a lot of people have, you know, they have to think that they have to work out everything that they put in, in order to, I don't know, feel terrible, you know, yeah, have zero odd. energy. Yeah, yeah. To, to be in such a, a, a career path where you're focusing on health, and being the best that you can be and, you know, increasing your longevity and your, your mobility and things. And then the dark underside of that is you feel like you have to look a certain way for anyone to listen to you, which just is not true. But I can imagine that would be really difficult. It was, it was a pressure and, and especially in college, you know, where everybody wants to look there. Well, a lot of people wanted to look their best, you know, or whatnot. Yeah. And so, and then you're not taken seriously sometimes. I mean, mm -hmm. just by the way you look, if, you know, if I've got a bit of, a, in terms of a belly, if I don't have a six pack, people are going to be like, well, why would I do core with you? Because your core doesn't look 
you know, tight tone Jillian Michaels, like, so who was a massive influence at that time, you know, you needed, you wanted that look. And so I had a really hard time struggling with that, but I still knew that I wanted to work with people. And then it's been a slow process and it's really been within the last, I guess, three, four years. And definitely within the past year that I've finally felt the most secure I ever have in my body aesthetically, but also figuring out the best message and how to relate to others. And that's kind of where as a personal trainer, I've evolved into instead of sending a message of, okay, you want to lose weight, let's work together. Sending a message of more like, okay, you want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? Where's the motivation behind it? Let's dig a little bit deeper and then let's take the message off of pounds per se. And let's put the message into getting up and down from the ground without your, you know, body resisting, doing, you know, things with your kids, running around with your dogs, going on a walk with your dog and not feeling like, um, even if the dog pulls, you don't have the core control to counteract that, you know? So kind of going a little bit deeper and letting people understand that fitness isn't about an aesthetic. It's, it's truly about movement. And that's where, you know, I came into my brand, Amber Management Fitness, um, pretty strong and wanted to hit that home. And I've got an incredible platform to do so um, at the Spin Studio Echelon, which is a live stream studio. And I can reach out to so many people and then they can reach out to people and they can, and it's a great network. So it is. did that answer your question? Yes. Meredith. Are you eating during the podcast again? Um, maybe. Can you see my mouth full of sweet potato puffs? I can see a bag of sweet potato puffs in your face buried in them. Is that what I'm looking for here? Yup. Yup. Uh, so Sheldon, guess who's uh, not a sponsor this week? Uh, Ferrari and sweet potato puffs. <laughs> yes. Budsy, sweet potato puffs and Ferrari both We welcome your sponsorship. Yes. But did you know that countless pounds of sweet potatoes go to waste every year because they are imperfect? I'm imperfect. I don't go to waste every year. I am. And these don't go to your waste. Oh, So that's good. good. They're 140 calories and uh, gluten-free, plant-based. This is Bang & Barbecue. They do uh, sour cream and onion, vegan cheese. Um, and they're they're really tasty. Vegan oh, they cheese. do a cinnamon churro as well. Ooh, cinnamon churro. I like. I okay. The churro is a really underrated dessert. Just saying. I think you know more. There's more churros in our life would be a great thing. Well, you need to try these spudsies because they are a great snack, and um, they're you know vegan, cruelty free, gluten free. Cruelty free. Uh, these these potatoes are raised cruelty free. The no, non-caged hey, potatoes. They're <laughs> they not tested on animals. Oh. Fantastic. So. Uh, but, but if an animal ate one, I bet you they would love it. Just saying. Um my dogs do uh, occasionally get one that I drop on the floor and they are huge fans. Fantastic. I'm not advocating feeding spudsies to your dogs. Oh, very good. Are they a sponsor, Meredith? But they they're not a sponsor. Oh, well, you know, no one is, but it's okay. We welcome if you want to join us on the super excellent, not too serious bite that goes nowhere podcast. I want to focus on what you said, because I think a lot of us, we, we look at you and we want to look like you, 
And, um, but we maybe don't have, we don't exercise for our job. We don't have all that time. And the way you focus on being healthier and not making about look like me do this, um, really is a super mentally healthy place for most of us to be because it's just, it's not realistic. Everybody is different. I know that because, you know, I'm a nurse and different medications work differently on different bodies, like you said, and so will different exercises. So I just think that's really important. Absolutely. That's a really cool message. Yeah. Cause not only different medications for different people, um, whether you have to be on it or whether maybe you're working to get off that medication, but like you never know the story behind that person's um, profile picture and exactly. and where they went through. You know, I yep. nobody really knows my struggle through college, but I don't choose to kind of go into that until somebody like really wants to know, and that's fine. But I don't need to lead with that because there doesn't need to be a sad story like, oh, I feel so bad. Like, no, M- my leading message is you can actually feel better um, with a just a few things and just try them, you know, trying yeah. things yeah. because I actually just made a, um, a social post about like the Aaliyah lyrics, you know, dust yourself off and try again. You can dust it mm-hmm. off and try again. Try again. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, but like doing something and then failing at it, it shouldn't be all of a sudden the set and concerning, you know, fitness and wellness and, and maybe even nutrition, like trying this. Oh, I hate the word diet, but I'll just say it. Cause it's the lingo trying this diet. And all of a sudden it fails and you're not, you know, getting an expected outcome. It's that doesn't work for you. So let's go to another place that was successful to know that let's go to another place and try something else and all that time that you feel might have been wasted that's really valuable time like stay in the moment don't worry about the outcome of something let's just work on the path to get you there and all of a sudden you're not measuring time anymore you don't have to lose so many pounds in quotations lose so many pounds in three weeks let's work towards you know figuring out what will help to get you in a better place that you feel and hopefully then look and all of a sudden the time component rolls away from it. It does. Yeah. So. And it's what well, your, your message here is so important, Amber, because it's like, you know, when I look at you, when I watch your videos and stuff like that, like all I see is confidence, right? All I see mm-hmm. is, is someone that is, you know, that is definitely, you know, proud of who she is. And, and, you know, and I think it's an important message that everyone, everyone see, but it's also so important what you're saying here. It's like, look, it wasn't always this way. And, you know, finding yourself and, you know, changing the, the, the schema in which you look at the world and the way that you look at fitness is a really important message because it's, it's so much a part about what you do. You bring every, every class that you teach and I, <clears throat> excuse me, that I'm in, it's like that confidence pulls us. You know, it, you are Absolutely. like our confidence tugboat, you know, and, and, you know, we kind of feel that and, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I think it's, it's so important to hear that, you know, it's not always, you know, smiles and flexing. It is, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of motivation. It's a lot of, um, determination and it's, it's just changing the dynamics of, um, how you look at fitness and how you look at what the image of fitness is. Yeah. 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 So speaking of your classes, why do you teach so early? I want to do all of your classes and they are like 5 a.m. my time. And, you know, you're just about the only person who can get me to get up at that time. 
But yes, um, that's what I love to hear. I love it when people say that. I'm like, all right, I'm bringing some sort of crazy enough to where I'm actually, yeah, waking people up. That's wild. You are worth losing sleep over. Um, so, so what is your favorite class? Do you love those early morning classes? Is that your, are you a true morning person or is this something you make yourself do? Yes. No, that's my shtick. I mean, um, I've been, I've done waves of working out like at night versus working out in the morning Me for my personal, you Mm -hmm. know, fitness. And, um, but the early morning stuff that really started when I was working at gyms where I had to open up in the morning. So I had to be there at the 5am time or well, shoot at that point, 445 to open the doors at five and, and be that. So I've, I've had to adjust to that lifestyle for so long. And that's just, you know, your, your anatomy starts changing in terms of like everything changes, your biomechanics change to that time. Your internal clock just is different. Now you can, you can go ahead and change that though, too, if you go into a different routine, but, um, I appreciate that. I love my sister and I geek out over, I have an older sister and she's what, two and a half years older. We're really, really close. Um, we would only fight over like really stupid things. Like the the most memorable fight we would do would be like, who's going to turn off the light switch in the bathroom, even though we're both in the bathroom and it's literally like two inches away from my shoulder. I was like, but I did it last night. You have to turn <laughs> off the light. We never fought. She's great. That's um, what Maris and I fight about. Who's, who's going to stop the podcast? Who's going to yes. start the podcast? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the best. Um, the best. So, but... We'll, we'll call each over each other over really like simple things, but our, some of our best conversations are when she calls me and she's like, girl, it is only nine 30 and I've vacuumed the house. I've got up the kids. I bathed them. I made my breakfast, <laughs> you know, like list off, boom, 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 boom. And for whatever, like we're both list people, but, um, it's so satisfying in my mind to achieve so much before you even get to a lunch hour. And so mm-hmm. for me to not only teach and, and kind of move also from like one job to go to my next job, which we can talk about that too, but yeah. um, to kind of go in between two different worlds before, what is it like nine thirty, and then, um, and know that I've got another job when I come home and I train my personal training clients. Like that's, I love the production feel of that. I love the idea of like literally checking that off the list for me and, and putting my own workout in early enough too. if I can ever like some rides, I get my own workout in and other rides. I'm yeah. like, I, I got to tell y'all to turn it up to 23, but I'm not riding out of four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you just, Ooh, you just exposed one of the, yes. the, the secrets of Echelon. That, oh. that happens. Yeah, People ask so, that question all the time. And but, like, of, co- of course they're not writing yeah. a 30. I mean, come on guys, use your heads here. You're going to see it in my face though. When I'm, when I'm writing at 23 with you, yeah. I am beat red dripping. I mean, just gushing. And we love yeah. it. Yeah. We love it. Oh, that's amazing. I, I, you said something here though that, that intrigued me again. It's like, I, I know you you have a busy life like you have like you have the echelon stuff you do you have your amber management which is 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 cranking along you also work family business i believe correct is that still the case or no yeah Yeah. so where do you find time to practice the carlton that's what i want to know yeah. <laughs> that, that that comes naturally. Don't worry. Okay, I... <laughs> very, good. very good. No, but it, all joking aside, I mean balance. And how do yes. you carry that motivation and 
from from gig to gig and 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 show up you know what what's your secret to that uh, oh here's yeah. the here's the real secret yeah i am so unbalanced sheldon <laughs> yeah. I, I there every day even if i think like okay i got checklist on a b c and d done yes i feel good i'll go into the next day and i can walk in the room and be so overwhelmed by everything else I can do or the other things I probably should have done to do E, F, and G. Is that how the alphabet goes? I don't know. But, those lines. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel so unbalanced a lot of the times, but I also can't get enough of that. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID, obviously, we know how that makes us all feel. But there was a blessing in um, the extra time that I was able to um, really take advantage of and and get Amber Management Fitness off the ground as as something, you know, as a as a movement, as a force. And I was um, talking with Moxie and Allison about, mm-hmm. um, you know, what the goal for Amber Management Fitness is. And for a while, I didn't necessarily have one. And that was another weight. I felt super unbalanced with that. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah. you know, my goal for that is to take on personal training clients. And I got them now. But now it's also, again, like I was saying, to reach out to the masses and kind of push this message of like, yes, you can. You just have to like open your own curtain. You have to start your own show type of deal. So that's yeah. really the goal of Amber Management. But yeah. the the goal in getting from day to day is to just make very very small goals during the day get those finished and then say okay I know I have all this other stuff to do but I, you know if I put so much on today I put so much on tomorrow I think I'll be good going for the next three days and then chunking back at it again so like with um Showtime Event Rentals is my family business, and um, my dad started it in 94, Um, Mm. and so, I mean, I've been in and out of there since I was, uh, I was going to say in diapers. No. When was I born? (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, toddling around enough to where I was like elbow height. hard-hitting questions. When were you born? Yes. Yeah, I, I was definitely elbow height because I remember like my dad would come yeah. around the counter and I'm boom right there. But again, I'm, I'm a peanut and five two now. So like I was yeah. real small then. Um, But so I knew I wanted to work with him when we got back in town. We moved around a little bit. Um, Husband was in the service and yeah. now he's just doing active or no, excuse me, reserves. And um, we're here in Chattanooga for good. And I knew once I came back here, I would always have a job. So that was definitely a safe move. Um, Is it the job that I want to do forever? I don't know. I'm still kind of figuring that out. Mm -hmm. But I've realized the blessing it is to work with my dad when I thought it was going to be a curse. We have a really like a whole new relationship that we've never had. So that's really cool. Um, So kind of to go and be able to advance my own Amber Management Fitness during COVID. That was, you know, a blessing in disguise. And then Echelon was a blessing in disguise. I never thought being on camera in front of yeah. masses of people would be just awesome. Yeah. And, <laughs> but how, but how, did you, how did you get to Echelon? What was the, the thing that got you to Echelon? Was it just an interview? Did you just happen to hop in? How did, it, how did you get there? So at that point, Nancy McCaffrey was yeah. pulling in the instructors and um, okay. what she was doing, like 
we all actually worked at a different gym together and there's still a lot of the instructors still work at that gym. It's balance gotcha. studio up on signal mountain. And, um, Nancy had owned balance at the time and then started working with echelon and said, you know, Amber, would you want to do this? And I was like, sure, whatever. That's cool. Um, little did you know, little did born. I know. Um, <laughs> so, and that, I just ate that right up. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't classify myself as a cycling instructor, a quote spin instructor. Um, I definitely don't kind of fall right in line. I feel like with that, but I also know I am that 100%. So I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to just completely like, like, what do you call it? Just bash on that stereotype of a spin because I am one, (laughs) but yeah. Um, you know, the, the stereotype of that, like those people are just kind of, I don't know, everybody knows the stereotype of a spin instructor. You're either like the raw or, uh, you have to be the perfect, pretty, you know, flowy person up on the bike. Well, I, I hope that I'm none of those, but also just a little bit of that where that I just, I can flow with it and I love it. And that's, you know, you bring your own flavor to it. So when Nancy, Yeah. When Nancy, um, asked that and it worked, I had a blast. I, I didn't necessarily freeze up in the camera as much as a lot of people start to, but I also, um, attribute that to being quote a performer before I danced on stage. That makes sense. So for sometimes hundreds of people and, you know, I was actually too, I I always forget this. Um, I was in a small town, um, modern company. I mean, we were, we, they went around the Southeast and, um, I was in a small town, modern dance company. And that was, so it's very cool, but that really helped me shake out any kind of like, Hey, you're on camera, go. I I could just do it because I've, I don't know. Being on stage is a completely different nerve anyways. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mary. Well, I was just going to say, when you were talking about your dad and your relationship, a bunch of us uh, at Echelon got to see that because he actually did a duo ride with you. That's right. The duo ride. I remember that. The Father's Day. And so is that, is there going to be another one of those? Did he like that in the spotlight? Did he have the nerves or? Cross your fingers. Yes. I hope so. Um, The only reason why he wouldn't do that is he would be scared that he would get so out of breath again. Um, I guess my. Yeah. I get my antics and my drama from my dad's side. My grandmother, good Lord. She was a a performer at one point and she's so dramatic when she tells stories. <laughs> Meredith, Aww. I feel like you would love her. You would I love her. I definitely would love her. Nana's favorite character to, I guess, impersonate is Lucille Ball. She loved, I love Lucy. And I do it by yeah. stuffing, I, yes. I stuff the chocolates in my mouth like Lucille Ball. Is that, does that count? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, Nana's got pictures of her dressed up. I mean, she did, she did a lot of off-Broadway stuff. Nana's fantastic. Um, we need to get Nana on the show. Book it, Sheldon. Yeah, Oh my gosh. Nana, be there. Um, (laughs) and so Nana, of course, is dad's mom and, uh, Mm -hmm. 
they are both great at telling stories, but oh my gosh, the stories start to get bigger and more grandiose the more they tell it. And all of a sudden, you know, a story of you going outside and picking flowers one day turns into like the flower delivery van whipped around the corner and I was standing in the front lawn like, oh my God. I mean, it just goes and goes. Um, But it's kind of fun. And I know some, I know that's definitely where I get my antics. (laughs) For sure. And, And you hit on something before him where it's like when uh the what, what you bring to class that you know am i the typical cycling striker well well no but i think that work but that's great i think it's fantastic that's one thing why echelon that's so unique it's like it's not like models on bikes right that's not what echelon is echelon is about you know the community and the, the different celebrating the variety of of us and the celebrating the variety of of fitness and it and, and you look at the spectrum of the instructors it's like you can find almost any flavor you want. It's like a Baskin Robbins of fitness, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, uh, you, you know, and, and like I say, you are one of my favorite flavors of, of uh, fitness. And so I, that's why I, I do try to attend that morning when I can. It is early for me, too. I'm, I'm not the normal morning rider. Uh, I was for a long time when I had to. And then I, I do it now probably like once a week is usually when I try to get on. But um, uh, I, I know that your classes just bring that. You know, it's like, uh oh, I see that look in her eye. Here comes turn. <laughs> here comes here comes five more to the right. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. No, it's a it's a delight to see either of you on board. And I and I totally know. I mean, at my time frames are not the ideal time frames at all. So it's ex- for me, it's just as exciting to see your profile name pop up because I'm like, oh, they made time. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, and you do have quite the following. You've got Masked Mondays. You got people always trying to pull one over on you. And thankfully, yeah. you have a good sense of humor with that. And you're, you know, love a lot of fun. So I love it. That was that was such a joy to have started up and such a treat during COVID, you know, when everybody yeah. just, you know, doesn't want to think about anything else and sometimes they don't even want to think about doing their workout and all of a sudden, you know, you've got this theme that you've got a reason. Uh, yeah, it's it's so random and it's such a nice refresher to have that random again. So, yeah. Yeah, find Absolutely. the motivation wherever you can. Do you have like a motivational mantra or slogan or something that when you're just kind of having to push through something that pops into your head and keeps you going cuz you're you're kind of like the little engine that could. I mean, you just always seem to be going. Um, I mean, so there are co- sometimes I think like there are some times where I'm just like, you're not the first person to go through this. You're surely not the last, you know, that's a, that's a big one with, tough love. with just some big life. Yes. Tough yeah. love for sure. Like suck it up, buttercup that goes through my head. But I mean, I've got my, my slogan and my little tagline that says stay active, live well, be happy. And sometimes I have to come back to that in terms of, like I can even give an example yesterday. Yesterday was Friday. It was four o'clock. I got off work, got home at four 30. We had to be somewhere or leave the house at six. And I was like, so I, I, in the back of my head, I need to work out. I need to move. But that's kind of where my wiring has kind of bent and is like all twisty and curving. Like as a fitness instructor, we are a little crazy, but 
movement just makes me feel better. And sometimes I will play my own devil on my little shoulder and be like, okay, but it has to be like a quick and a hard workout. Like you just need to Mm. blow it out. And my body kept telling me, no, 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 no. So finally I laid down. I realized I needed a nap because I napped for 30 minutes. I never do that. I woke up and I was like, okay, I have less time to work out. Ah, and I started in freak out mode and I just have to work out. Cause I also know once I get there mentally, mm-hmm. I just, I have to do something. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be anything crazy, but all of a sudden as, as I started moving, I realized how sore I was through my hips. And I was like, maybe I just need to do some mobility and just kind of some flow movement. And I don't need to go in the garage and lift weights and, and put more stress on the tissues and make it all sticky. I was like, maybe I need to break that up. And I went into a 15 minute mobility video. Oh my gosh. Mentally, I was better. Mm -hmm. Physically, I was better. And I just, you know, I, again, I go back to that mantra, stay active. Activity doesn't mean working out. Activity Mm -hmm. just means moving out the stress. You know, I, I've talked about this before as women, we hold stress in our hips for guys. You hold stress up in your neck and your shoulders. As soon as you start to stretch and move and twist and bend those areas outside of the rounded seated position, Mm -hmm. you know, it's freeing. And so, and then living well is the next part, you know, wellness goes into not only sleeping well, not only, you know, smiling well, smiling Mm -hmm. all the time, it goes into, you know, networking well, it goes into so many different things, eating well, sure, but living well, there's so much in wellness that you can do for yourself, that will make you better as a whole, and then being happy, and that's as cheesy as it is, you know, the search for happiness is never ending. It's, it's silly, but it's so true. And as you get older, you realize how much stronger that means. And it's just not putting on a smile on your face when you don't want to. I mean, sometimes that does help. It actually does. Um, but, uh, just figuring out the things that make you a little bit more happy. And so in that moment where I was like, I just need to move. And I was like, I think I'll be happy if I just move a little bit, just Mm -hmm. a little. And then I am boom done. Yeah. So knowing kind of trying some tricks that'll crack your own code is amazing, but kind of going back to that tagline, that's, that's where it comes from. Yeah. Well, and hearing that is so important because we figure that you've got it all together and you just live to work out and every minute you're just, you know, fierce and, you know, amazing. It's great to know you're a mess like I am. (laughs) (laughs) She's unbalanced and she needs naps. Okay. Now you brought up your gym and I just, I did have a couple questions about that because it is like a little fantasy land for me. Anytime I see a peek into it and you're doing something, you're doing pull-ups. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, so now I don't have a gym like that. I have my little few pieces of equipment in my office slash bedroom slash workout room. So what do you think is one of the first pieces to get to add if you're going to start a gym? Um, you know, maybe beyond the basics, like we've all got some dumbbells, maybe we've got a rower or a bike or whatever. And then what is your favorite piece of equipment that maybe was a splurge 
bet you're just like, I can't live without this because I see you doing all sorts of interesting mm. things. Oh, yeah. I, I call it the, the 30 things uh, that Sheldon would break his leg on when I watch Amber yes. doing her exercises. <laughs> She's like running yeah. and some strap is pulling her back. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'm pretty sure that's an Iron Maiden in there. Where do no, I- no, no, but it, those are great questions, Mary. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious oh, as well. Like, yeah. Uh, that's, that is a really good question. So, okay. Going to the gym itself. Um, my husband and I have always said like when we were getting a house, when we were looking for a house, we had to have a two bay garage car. What? A two bay garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Two car <laughs> garage. Yeah, two gate Thank gate. you. Thank you. you. I need a car in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> And we wanted room to be able to make that a gym like that. It sounds silly, but that was, that was our aspiration for that as well as a yard. And sure we needed some rooms in the house and whatnot, but we wanted a garage (laughs) for that gym. And a garage. (laughs) A mattress somewhere in there. Um, And so finally we landed at this house and the second we walked, it was funny because when we were walking through the house, we saw we've got a great yard in the back. Um, and it's already fenced, full privacy fence. That was a massive plus. It was a three bedroom, two bathroom. Awesome. That was the big one. Has a great kitchen. I love being in the kitchen. We go to the garage and there's a sign on the door. Do not go in. <laughs> like What the what? heck? This is literally what brought us out um, today. So we were like, what the heck? So um, turns out it wasn't locked. That's... <laughs> If you put a sign on the door, you really need to follow through and lock it. You didn't lock it. <laughs> I'm going to open it up. Um, well, when we like open the door, I mean, you could tell that was where everything was. It was just a Stored. mess, but they were about yeah. to move. Yeah. yeah. But we couldn't really get a good feel on how large it was. It just kind of looked okay. And finally, when we moved in and we had the full space, we were like, we've got more room than we realized. This is amazing. So um, we had our space for the garage gym. Awesome. And so what did we have at that point? We had, of course, like a mat, a few weights, like really random stuff. And then that might've been it, you know, for what we lived in a townhome. It was a one bedroom, one bathroom townhome with two dogs at that point. Wolf. Um, <laughs> so we started deciding right before COVID hit. We were like, okay, let's go ahead and get a squat rack because he likes to lift heavy. He likes to do, I guess, more CrossFit type workouts. He has worked out at CrossFit before, but he likes to do power lifting and Olympic lifting. And so we d- he definitely wanted a barbell. But in that, we found a package where we could get that. We got a heavy slam ball. We got the, the battle ropes. Um, we got the plate weights for the bar, of course. And then a couple other ends. Oh, kettlebells. We got a whole Mm. heavy set of kettlebells. Um, And so that started us off well. And that we got it delivered, I think, like March 13th, like as soon as the world was shutting down. So we got really, really lucky on that. And I'll never forget to just kind of first world problem. We were like, why is shipping taking so long? whoa yep (laughs) little did we know so we we started yeah we started there and then eventually kind of piecemealed a couple more dumbbells together when we could get them gosh you couldn't purchase anything during covid um so we got really really lucky on that we eventually got a concept two rower 
Um, but I gotta say like, and we just got the TRX strap. So, I mean, we're loaded, but we know yeah. we are so loaded down in terms of like a gym and a fantasy gym at home, but that was a hundred percent our goal. Like we, yeah, right. we didn't want to sacrifice on that. We didn't want to try and go like we bought brand new, but we had money set aside for that. It wasn't money set aside for anything else. I, I mean, I don't know what people set money aside. Kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it went to a gym. College, <laughs> retirement. Yeah. So what's the, yeah. what's, what's the um, one cruises. thing? Out of, yeah. If, if you had to pick one thing, like say, okay, Amber, you can save one thing. What do you save? I know. Strangely enough, the thing that keeps coming back to me is either like the oh, I, I've got to pick two. Um, the battle, two. I'll allow the it. things, the battle ropes, okay. which are just so oh, dynamic. It's yes. so it's such you bring in fun when you just get to throw something heavy. You know, I love my kickboxing bags. We have a couple of those. Those are shifty when they're hanging. <laughs> we need to we need to get a better system, but. Uh, that and then the slam ball. I love, mm. love, love that slam ball. Again, slamming something heavy get down. Get the aggression out on that yes. one. Yeah. Yes. Stress relief. Um, it's so nice. And it's it's using those types of items with the dynamic weight shift that they have. It's so incredibly beneficial for your body to have to counteract that. Okay. And um, I love it. So, I mean, I'm obsessed with our rower we both use our rower whether warming up or in a workout and almost i would say 90 percent of the workouts that we do in there i mean we're so are you if you if okay so bike or rower which would you choose would you choose the rower (sighs) okay class wise Mm -hmm. bike okay to jump on something like for a workout rower so it's interesting i love I love how full body rowing is. I'm crazy about it. But if I don't want to have to think about anything, I'm jumping on the bike. Yeah, that's me. I, I, yeah. I have both, right? I have both. And I'm like, I just gravitate to it. I'm like, the bike yeah. to me is just so... I also feel like, personally, it, it's a... um, I get more cardio out of it. Maybe it's just the way I'm doing it. But I like... I get off the bike. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like the rower, I feel like I've worked out my body. Right. Cardio-wise, right. the bike crushes me. So I definitely mix rowing with strength, like almost all the time. Um, Like even today, I mean, um, Lee, my husband, put up a workout that he was doing. He was yelling in the garage the other day, and I was like, what is going on? He had this uh, workout where it was like a 250-meter row, jumped off, did so many pull-ups, jumped back on the rower, did more, and then jumped off, did more pull-ups. He's a weirdo. Um, And then (laughs) like one or two other things, but then do that five rounds. So I looked at it this morning because we have a whiteboard up there, and I was like, let's erase part of this. But I had the I had the workout format, which was nice. So like I rode, I got off, I did a couple pull-ups with the band around me. And then <laughs> I got back on the rower, but then I got off and did a couple other strength things. And then I did three rounds, not five. So, but I always, I love to pair rowing with strength and then mm-hmm. use the bike. Yes. Like you said, kind of get that just depleted cardio yeah, vascular that's a, feel. That's the feel. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see about the routine. So, so obviously with such a packed life, you must have routines. So what are your best routine habits and your worst routine habits? 
So, uh, best routine habits go between, uh, definitely two uh, go-tos. I um, kind of that five to six days a week find movement, whether that's a work, okay. like a, like, what do you call that? Like set aside time for movement. So typically that's within a workout, but like, like today it's finally sunny again. And I will count, you know, obviously, yes, I did get my movement in this morning, but, um, I'll count more movement in the fact of going out and playing with the dogs and doing a little bit of work mm -hmm. outside. And, and if that was all I got today, then I would be very happy still. So finding that designated time to move, um, five to six, times out of the week, like something more so than just the movement that I get standing around at work type of thing. Um, from there, uh, getting myself ready for the next day that has mm -hmm. it, the four and a half minutes that it saves in the morning is phenomenal. You know, every, I think a lot of people, uh, or at least me, yes, I'm an early morning weirdo. Um, but I like each minute, whoo, I mean, I wake up at what, four 45 to give myself some buffering time. But if I sure. put my alarm at like four 55, cause I think sometimes like, Ooh, I like to sleep in. I am so rushed to get out the door when I need to. Um, <laughs> and every minute is crucial. So if I didn't put myself out the night before those four and a half minutes will make me go, four and a half yeah. miles times 10 faster <laughs> to the studio, you know? Nice. Um, so it's definitely crucial there. Um, bad routine habits. Woo. Snooze alarm. I go in and out from, uh, if yeah, I, uh, yeah, if, if I get into that routine, I mean, I just, uh, I jeopardize myself with that so bad. I jinx myself and I haven't gotten it back into that routine. I kind of flip flopped from like the holidays was really bad. And I have to pull myself out of that kind of going into this month, March, but I feel so much better when I don't do it. So I don't know why it doesn't stick. You know, it's just yeah. stupid. It's um, so crazy. I, always... I have a crazy one. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Mira. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, we always do that to ourselves. We know what's yeah. good for us. And then we don't. Yeah, I, I have an alarm every weekday. It's set for 515. And that's my EMR choice day, you know, my choice moment. <laughs> yeah. So I it goes off at 515 and I, I, I have a little conversation with myself. Okay, okay, am I gonna ride the EMR today? Or I mean I always get the ride in. That's the thing. I but by I, I have right. that few minutes of evaluation. I'm like, okay, do I do it now or do it later? What's the benefit of this versus do it now versus I get done? Blah, blah. And I go back and forth for probably 30 seconds. And then um I I always make sure it's a conscious choice. I'm like, I'm choosing not to do it because I'm gonna do it here, right? Right. But it, it makes you put yourself on the spot. And, and, and so to me, that's like my little, like I call it my snooze. Cause I get two hours more sleep if I don't do EMR. And I'm like, so it's a big trade off for me. And, yeah. and so, and, but, uh, but I, but I do, the thing is I love when I do it. And whenever I do it, I mean, especially I, I do one of your rides or, uh, or Jamin's or whatever. Um, I, I love it and when I, when I do it, but uh, it is a trade-off. I do feel it around 7 p.m. is like, yeah. like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I don't have to ride now. So that's like, that's, that's, that's the yeah. good thing. I love uh, that how you said that. I choose it. You know, you you get up and it's a choice moment. I, I love that choice of words because, yeah, everything that we do is a choice. And if you perceive it as a choice, you know, 
then you can't really get mad at yourself if all of a sudden, again, like you kind of find failure in the outcome or the outcome isn't what you wanted. Well, there was probably something that maybe you might've done that you chose it. So like, you know, going into nutrition when people are like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten you fill in the blank. It's kind of like, okay, let's change the perspective and say, you know, well, I chose to eat fill in the blank. So not necessarily saying you have to feel the way you feel, but like just knowing you chose that, okay, let's go to choose your next meal and you can choose to make it more nutritious or you can choose to go an opposite way. And then maybe the next day you can choose to do a little bit better taking ownership. I I love that ownership idea. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, in, in, you say it's something you convey when you teach us and you know, it's, it's for sure. It's like, we own that ride. This is your ride. And you, every moment of it, and you're, you're, you're driving us. Well, this has been absolutely fantastic. Um, we have a little game that we we've decided to play. It is choose the envelope. Oh. There are, th- there are three envelopes in okay. here and you, there's a question in each one. Now they aren't controversial, but they're, they're off the wall. They could be anything. Uh, they're out of a little, a little box of questions I have. So you may choose one, two, or three. 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 Good choice. Good choice. I have no idea what it is, but there was a confident choice of three. (laughs) Three. (laughs) Three. Go. Okay. Don't make me think about it. Just three. Oh, I, I like this question here. What is one vacation destination that many people think is just fabulous, but which you personally have no desire to ever visit or revisit? I wish I could answer as confidently. No desire. Oh, okay. I can. Um, Unfortunately, and Meredith, you even said this earlier, um, a a cruise longer than I would say like four days. uh, Okay cruise ship well and maybe even a cruise ship in general anymore so lee and i on our honeymoon we went on a seven-day cruise and it was quite possibly the uh worser choice for us (laughs) because again being people that need to like move and do and whatnot you know cruises are about relaxing and and i think we thought we wanted all of this relaxation after we got married but we got married in the smallest fashion that you could kind of do. I mean, we didn't go to a courthouse, but like we went to a beach in San Diego and took our family, our immediate family with us. And we got married on the beach. We didn't want to do the big, the big shebang, you know, uh, my dad owns a, a wedding and party rental company and we could have had the whole network, the whole hookup. Yeah, and yeah. I even dreamed of that one day at one point, but the closer we got to it, the more we just decided, a, it's too much money. B, we just wanted what we wanted and what we had was so special. I would never change it for anything. So, and again, we thought we would be so stressed and we just wanted to completely drink away our worries. And, uh, and we got the full on like package where you don't have to worry Mm -hmm. about booze. I mean, all of that, I think by the maybe third day I looked at him and I was like, Lee, I don't want to drink my weight anymore (laughs) this is just not fun and uh and we we stopped in um two places in mexico i think and that was fantastic but the first place all of our excursion all of our excursions um got canceled because the waters the waters were too crazy and so 
they t and we didn't really I don't know why either we didn't ask the right people or or what it was but they didn't really guide you into what you should do next if your excursions are canceled like here go on the island and try this this and this so we were just kind of like well we don't want to also go into Mexico not knowing anything about it so that was okay, but then the second the second excursion, where did we go the second time? Uh, Puerto Vallarta, ah. and we did one of those high ropes courses, but um, it was just What's a lot of zip lining. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was a lot of zip lining. It was a whole day excursion, so that took up a whole day. That was amazing, but like the time on the boat, I was a hamster in a cage. She was in his own hamster wheel, and we were just like, oh my gosh. So okay. I would say the cruise idea is not for us. There you <laughs> go. I'm just picturing you <laughs> Anywhere on, the deck, on a boat like, is a hard no. Yeah, so running yeah. up and down stairs, running I around know. the boat, lifting deck chairs with people in them, just, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my workout. Exactly. exactly. Oh right. God. Oh, man. Oh, good question. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good answer. Uh, I, I was. Very curious as to what you're going to say about that one. But this has been fantastic, Amber. We really appreciate it. Any shout outs or promotions? Anything you want to talk about besides Amber Management Fitness? Um, yeah. So, I mean, people can follow me um, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest. Um, Pinterest. As, Ooh. At Amber Management Fit. Management is spelled M-G-M-T. And then it's fit, F-I-T. Um and so everything's shortened at Amber Management Fit. And um, like on Facebook, you know, I try and post a little bit more um, article and information stuff that maybe I couldn't post on Instagram. You know, Instagram has kind of become a homepage for a branding system. And so that's sure. cool. And that works. And everything from Instagram gets pulled to my Facebook page. Um, as Amber Management Fitness, I've got my regular just Amber Royal Harper page. Um, but on the Facebook side of Amber Management Fitness, um, I'm trying to post more just articles that I'm, I'm getting a little bit more out of um, different things for fitness, different things for nutrition there. On YouTube is longer, I have longer videos for workouts. So instead of just seeing 30 second videos from Instagram, you can actually go onto YouTube, work out with me for, I've got five minute session videos and then I've got a couple longer sessions um, and then on Pinterest, oh, it's just fun stuff. You know, the recipes, yeah. the paint colors that I like on a wall, all kinds of things. That's um, I'm going to check out that Pinterest. The other I'm side. Like, Ooh, I want to yeah. see what's up. Um, I and heard then, you have a push-up challenge or something coming up. Coming up. That is yes. going to be in the pipeline. So um, my website, which is www.ambermanagementfit, same tag as um, the social media pages, dot com um that's where you can connect with me if you want to um look to do some personal training with me um i've got a consultations that you can set up same with rowing um i do rowing consultations those are actually really special that's definitely i think more of my favorite type of thing that i'm doing right now and it's you can sign up with me and that's your chance to be able to put your rowing as priority, make sure your form's right, make sure your stroke efficiency is correct. So it's kind of like sending in a 30 second to two minute video. Um, I get to take that video before our session starts and uh, slow it down, look at your form, even freeze frame it. I get to talk over that video. I'll send it back to you the first 15 minutes in our session together, which is all Zoom. 
Um, we'll talk about that if you have any questions, but then the rest of the time, I want you to take the computer or whatever you're working with it on to your rower and go and we're going to row together and you have my undivided attention for the rest of the time and we can just specifically work on that. So, and as a certified row instructor, I just, I geek out on that. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then that push-up challenge, Meredith. So I've got programs that I like to, um, that I like to send out. I haven't done new programs since holiday hustle program. Mm -hmm. And I think my next one is going to be a push-up challenge. And that's going to be basically a 30 day program to buy. And I'm going to give two or three sets of like a workout listed, um, that you can do to advance your, uh, chest strength, your shoulder strength, your core strength for push-ups, but then also giving you a 30-day list of things to do so that from day one to day 30, if you were doing push-ups on your knees and you want to come off your knees, you're able to do that. Or if you're just not getting the depth in your push-ups on day one, by day 30, you'll definitely see more depth. Um, just kind of those results in a push-up that you've wanted so much, taking it as a 30-day challenge and buying that. Oh, that's Fantastic. awesome. I love that. I have a couple of friends who did the holiday hustle and they just raved about it. So yeah, yeah. you're doing a great job. That's cool. That's cool. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. Well, this has been great guys. Uh, Amber, so much thanks for coming on here and, and we, we just enjoyed talking to you tremendously and we are excited about what's coming for you in, in the years ahead. And uh, I can't wait to, to arrive with you. Hopefully yeah. very shortly. I'm going to set that yeah. alarm. <laughs> That's right. right. We'll see right. Mary. Mary will be there. We'll be there. Well, yeah. thanks everyone for listening. And remember, uh, Amber Management Fit. It's A M B E R M G M T F I T is how that's spelled. And thank you for joining us for the super excellent, not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast. Welcome back to the super excellent, not too serious bite that goes nowhere podcast. That was a fantastic guest, Meredith. Don't you think? Wow. She is incredible. I knew that already, but we really got to know her this episode. I think it was really a lot of fun. It's fun because we both met her like personally, but yeah. you had her when you went to Chattanooga, right? Absolutely. So, so did I. And so, I mean, just a, a fun totally generous awesome human being but again i think we learned so much more about her just by talking to her for an hour it was fantastic just her um talking about the body image and not feeling like she fit the image of an instructor and i'm looking at her going you've got to be kidding me i mean that's you know i want to emulate her and in fact on the rower i love to row with her because we have about the same length legs and so it works out her rhythm works out really well for me so Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's so funny. Like on the rower, I I always feel like I'm a total klutz on that thing. I mean, I love it, but it's like I am just doing my own thing, and I can. <laughs> my rhythm is totally different. Um, but maybe you uh, need to find an instructor you can mirror because yeah, I kind of feel that same way too. But I really uh, get into it with her. Yeah, this is a call out to all rower instructors. Please send me your inseam length. I'm going to make a chart and we're going to match up and I'll then feel I think you'd match up with Nicole. Yeah. Probably. No, mm -hmm. I mean I've 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 met Nicole. I am definitely taller. I'm thinking it might be a a Chris or um I don't know. I'm trying to think who else. Not Chris. John. Uh 
John. Thank you, John. Yeah, John. Um, I think he's probably the closest to my rhythm that I think about it when I do it. But you never know. I think it'll. Yeah. It's. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, it's like getting to, to to talk to her about it and just hearing that. You know, to me, the the whole the fact that she didn't felt she felt that felt that image. It's something that I think a lot of our writers. Uh, struggle with it's like you know do I belong here yeah I mean am I a a spinner do I look like a spinner I do not look like a spinner um do I love my spin bike yes I do I also do bar because I've always wanted to be a ballerina but I do not look I do not have the ballerina body type you However, would be a fantastic ballerina. I'm just saying. I'm putting that out You there. have to say that because you're my friend. I it's do, but I would say it anyways. <laughs> um. But I just feel like after I do a bar class, I feel taller. I feel on top of the world. I feel strong. I feel like a ballerina and like a, a badass goddess like Marsha. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think we, it's kind of refreshing to hear that even someone who is as an amazing person as Amber is, has those same concerns or had them and has overcome them. So we all can as well. hundred percent. And, you know, and it's, it's also a testament with, you know, things in life, they don't always go the way we expect them to go. Like if you go into college expecting to be a marine biologist, right? That's a pretty big commitment and uh you know she probably had some passion around that and some and some hope around that and then but the good on her for recognizing that oh this isn't what i thought it was to be absolutely yes yeah Yeah. and just adapting to that change yeah and and it's such a uh, it's a a big sign of like that emotional intelligence when someone is able to say okay I set what I had, what I thought was my framework. I recognized it wasn't what I thought. I'm going to rethink it and I'm going to re- restructure my plans and the, and the way I approach things to something that I do love and good on her for stepping back and saying, I love dance and I like fitness and I'm going to make this work. And she found that right niche and, and gosh, she found it well. She really did. Yeah, she took that and ran with it. And, uh, you know, we are all better for it. So for sure, for sure. And, and you know, this, Meredith, this makes me think when I, you know, I, I you and I both follow the boards a lot. And we, and we, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you had a post you that you saw that really resonated with you. If you want to talk about that for a second, I've got another one here that caught my eye as well, but I'd love to hear yours. Absolutely. Well, I think this writer, we were all at the same place she has been. And we were all scared to do that first live ride. Mm -hmm. And so I saw this post and I thought it was brilliant. So I wanted to share it with everyone just in case there are people out there who are listening that have not done their first ride for whatever reason. I see that a lot, actually. I see a lot of people that say, Yo, I'm scared to get live, to do a live ride. Or um, I, I just did my first one after having the bike for four months. I'm like, wow, really? It's like, it, I mean, I was a person. I jumped right in the live, which is probably did different. you? I did. Wow, I, I, yeah. I don't know why. I just 
felt like I wanted to hear, like I wanted to hear my name called. It was kind of a very vain, vain thing. Like I kind of wanted to hear my name called and, and hope, at least hope to hear it. And so I jumped right into it. I guess I, I, I guess I, maybe my mentality was like, oh gosh, I am so far back right now. I don't care. It's where my body was. And I was like, I just got to do yeah. something. And so I jumped right into it. But to, go ahead. I'd love to hear this because you told it to me earlier. And I thought it was really, really inspiring. Yeah. So this is from Michelle Kerr. Hey, you, the one over there who's intimidated to join a live ride. I was once like you. There isn't anything to be afraid of. After being off the bike a week and having chocolate chip cookies for dinner last night, not even kidding, about 18 cookies. I thought the Jama Oliver Fitness Live Endurance 45 was a good idea. She kicked my fanny just like I needed. And she was right. I didn't die or even come close to passing out. Here comes the point of my post. About 20 minute, 28 minutes into the ride, I exposed the leaderboard and saw there were over 200 riders doing exactly what I was doing. And I felt this strange connection to everyone in the class, huffing, puffing, and dripping sweat, taking time from their day to make this commitment and do something good for ourselves, just like me, breathing, sweating, making progress toward a goal, all together and yet alone in our own space and time. It was really cool. I could hear you all breathing. I could see you sweating. I was really happy to be in class with you. And again, Jame is correct. I am stronger than I think I am. Thank you. At Kermi, K-E-R-R-M-I, in the middle of the leaderboard pack. And Michelle, I just, if you ever listen to this, that was so inspiring. And I've been doing live rides for a year and a half. And I mm -hmm. just was so... I felt that feeling. I know what you mean. And it can pick up your day and it inspires you to do better. And it took me about three months before I did a live ride. Really? Yeah. I'm yeah, surprised I just, that by you. Yeah. I am not, I was not a spinner. Yeah. I'd always done like running or I would do the elliptical or something. So sure. I really kind of felt like the instructors or the other people on the board were going to be watching me. And laugh at me or think I wasn't doing well, which is exact opposite of what this community does every right. time. And right. also everyone, it's just a general life lesson when you're worried that everyone's looking at you and thinking about what you're doing. No, we're all worried about ourselves and what we're doing <laughs> and that other people are thinking about us. So it's only positive encouragement. And it's an amazing feeling to know that you're actually with a bunch of other people dripping sweat on that bike and uh, feeling great afterwards. Yeah. I, I mean, that's it's such a great testament to that, Meredith. I think um, uh, the, just that whole, when I hear that, it's like it, it, it resonates so well. Um, one of the posts I saw the other day, um, it, it almost broke my heart. It was kind of one of those, one of those things like, um, the person was basically, I, I didn't catch the name. I didn't write the name down or anything, but they were basically embarrassed about Aww. wanting to start this whole thing. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and to me, it's like, um, you know, it, the whole thing was like, I was worried I was going to get on and I wouldn't make it 10 minutes. And right. the community responded in spades like they always do. You know, 200. At the time I looked, it was 200 plus responses about, look, you can get on for two minutes and it's two minutes more than you did yesterday, or it's two minutes more than someone that doesn't have this bike are going to do today. And the way that everyone just rallied around this person, I hope, again, I didn't follow the, tr the, the, the thread to the very end, 
but I really hope that uh, you know the one thing I want to make sure people hear from those of us that have been in this community a while is look, you are here for you, nobody else but you. And yeah. when you sit on that bicycle that goes nowhere and you turn on a class, whether it's live, whether it's on demand, whether it's um, you know, on core, take your choice, right? And if you go five minutes, bravo. If you go the whole time, bravo. Be you. Do this for you. You will get there. You will move through that that space where it's a struggle to the to a point where it is something you look forward to and that you relish every day. And so I just want you to hear that because so many people I think struggle and feel like this it's a defeat it's it's being defeated if if they get on and they have to get off. No it isn't. No it yeah. isn't. You you no, you've done everything you needed to do. And so please guys if you ever have that feeling, just get on that bike and ride as much as you can. And um, we're all pulling for you, every one of us. Absolutely. That's why I love about our community. Just you saying there were like over 200 people commenting, saying you could do it. I was once there. I think we we live to lift each other up because we do remember how scary it was. You're in your own home, yeah. but you're, you're still putting yourself out there. And I just think that... Um, you know, the way people, you know, are excited to help other people. Um, and if you if you get on even just for a few minutes, and even if you have to turn the resistance way down during a 20-minute ride just to finish it, then turn it and sit and spin, and no one is going to think anything bad about you. Um, and, and I think it was, I'm not sure if it was Amy, but I've heard several people say, it doesn't get easier. No. It just gets different. You do get better at it, but then you up your resistance. And then it's just as hard mm -hmm. as it was when you were starting out. But the more you do, increasing by five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, you then have that positive feedback. You know you can do it. So you might not feel like doing a 30-minute ride, but you've done it before, so you know you can do it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that all, again, just to bring it full circle back to Amber's uh conversation with us it was that importance of movement yes. right? remember when she talked about that yeah it's like even if you aren't in there for the for the you know you you don't need to do the full workout i you know if you plan to do an hour long ride today but your body just said man give me a break you know just getting out walking just getting out Absolutely. and doing that 10 minute ride whatever it is that importance of movement is more important than the actual length that you ride or the, or the class you ride. So just bringing it back to Amber's uh, wisdom during that conversation, I think that was a real big takeaway for me as well. It's like, uh, you know, be easier on yourself. You I mean, just as long as you're pushing yourself the, the way you can, you know, lean on this community, lean on your friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've made such fantastic friends here over the course of a year and change for me and longer for you. But I think it's just a, um, a great testament to what this community can give you if you're willing to accept it and take it in. So Absolutely. I think it, it's been fantastic. Um, shout outs. I think uh, let's wrap this up, Meredith, and give people the, the rest of their day back. Uh, I think people want to stay with us. I, well, I think you know, people would I, like to hang out with us all day. I know. I think this should be a 24-hour podcast. I could do it. 
uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Thank God it's a podcast. I have a face made for radio. Um, it's just that's not <laughs> true. Oh, you know. But I think that um, I think we have to close out and yeah, we're okay. gonna, we're gonna save a little for the next episode, as they say. And I'm excited about okay. the next episodes. We next one we're doing. Um, it, uh, we don't. I don't think we have a guest for the next one, but we have a whole slew of guests lined up, and um, I, I'm excited to share that with the audience. Um, and, uh, if, guys, if you want to learn a little bit more about us, we want you to listen to the podcast. We want you to like it. We want you to subscribe to this podcast. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, visit our website. You can go to bike that goes nowhere.com. We're on Instagram at bike that goes nowhere, as well as Twitter and Facebook and all the, the places the kids like to go. Um, what other shout outs do we have Meredith? Um, I, I rode with Reed and he said to celebrate the oh, little yeah. things and, um, also to keep it cute. So I tried to keep it cute, but it after cute. 30 you minutes do. with Reed, it is hard. Cause I am sweat. My elbows were sweating. That is not cute. Elbows. It looked like I was crying. My cheeks too. Oh, elbows can sweat. Eden makes my elbows wow. sweat, but, um, that. yeah, Reed made my elbows sweat. <laughs> I'll put an elbow sweaty selfie on the, exactly. on the thing, but he said, celebrate. Thing. And then I uh, celebrated getting my car tag done that I hadn't done for about, oh, let's say six months. And Ooh, so uh, we, we did that. And, and he said, dangerous. oh, yeah, he's, he gave me a shout out and said, oh, we took me seriously when I said you can celebrate any little thing. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. That was funny. He's yeah, funny. I'd like to give a couple of shout outs. One to, um, uh, again, to Amber Management Fit, A-M-B-E-R-M-G-M-T-F-I-T, who is our, our lovely guest this time around. Uh, see her on the IG, the Instagram, as the kids like to say, um, as well as Facebook. And she has, I believe, a website as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then I'd like to give a shout out to our uh, friend of ours podcast. Um, it is the Post Race Cookie Cast. That is going to be a fun one. Uh, we have a couple of great friends that are doing that. Uh, but uh, helping us work on ours as well. And that's going to be a real cool one because it's about two triathletes, one a, one a veteran, one a newbie. And you're going to learn a lot about that. And it's going to be really cool to watch them develop that. I'm excited to see it. And there's cookies. Cookies. Who doesn't love cookies? I think. I that, know, especially Allison's is, cookies. Allison is, you know, mm. she's one of those like, uh, you never know what you're going to get when you meet her. So, you know, oh, this is, uh, you know, Fun little little curly haired uh, uh, friend that uh, is a uh, a fantastic triathlete. She's also a uh, pharmacist and all kinds of cool stuff about her. And then guess what? She makes cookies like a fiend, mm -hmm. like um, very cool. And uh, Norm Moxie Miller, if you guys don't know him, he's a guy that if if you haven't been to their Facebook web page or know um, a lot of the stuff that he does, you'll see a lot of his work out there. He is a just a, one of the most creative people I know, and uh, he made our logo for us, and just a great fun human yeah. being and you're going to love that podcast so we recommend you check it out it's the post race cookie cast and they have a website as well so that's it i say we close this up and go uh have a um adult beverage what do you think meredith oh that sounds good yeah that's I'm good. In. i'm having beet juice Ooh, uh, what do you drink that with? Vodka? Next, maybe next. Uh, vodka and beet juice. That's the new craze, Mary. Get into that. <laughs> Anyways, I'm guys. Pass. Okay, I, I, I recommend you do as well. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us for the super excellent, not too serious, Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. Oh, and by the way, Meredith? Yes, Sheldon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
<laughs> We're just here to have some fun Let our faces feel the morning sun Go to laugh and put on a smile Come along and join us for a while Well, it's pretty clear to me The world takes itself too seriously Take a ride with Shelly Mare on a bike that goes nowhere